Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. Give me a moment to get my scriptures and I'll begin to read and interpret. Don't have a sermon for tonight. As a matter of fact, I almost forgot. Let me open in prayer. Good, I petition you that the brothers and sisters are able to understand and comprehend the message that you're trying to get across to them. I pray that they're able to take in accurate knowledge and continue to do so and to continue to serve you or start serving you if they're not doing so. Pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. And it goes to say at Shemot, or Exodus chapter 18, Now Yitro, the priest of Midian, Moshe's father-in-law, heard about all that God had done for Moshe and for Israel, his people, how good had brought Israel out of Egypt. After Moshe had sent away his wife, Tzipporah, and her two sons, Yitro, Moses' father-in-law, had taken them back. The name of the son was Gershom, a foreigner there. For Moshe had said, I have been a foreigner in a foreign land. The name of the other was Elysia, my God helps, it means. Because the God of my father helped me by rescuing me from Pharaoh's sword, Yitro, Moses' father-in-law, brought Moshe's son and wife to him in the desert, where he was encamped at the mountain of God. He sent word to Moshe, I, your father-in-law, Yitro, am coming to you with your wife and her two sons. Moshe went out to meet his father-in-law, prostrated himself, and kissed him. Then, after inquiring of each other's welfare, they entered the tent. Moshe told his father-in-law all that good had done to Pharaoh and the Egyptians for Israel's sake, all the hardship they had suffered while traveling, and how good had rescued them. Yitro rejoiced over all the good that good had done for Israel by rescuing them from the Egyptians. Yitro said, Blessed be good who has rescued you from the Egyptians and from Pharaoh, and who has rescued the people from the harsh hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that good is greater than all other gods because he rescued those who were treated so arrogantly. So this uh thing that good has brought about is being his praise even by other nations and other peoples. Yitro Moses' father-in-law brought a burnt offering and sacrifices to God, and a horn came with all the leaders of Israel to share the meal before God with Moses' father-in-law. The following day sat to the settled disputes for the people, while the people stood around Moses from morning till evening. When Moses' father-in-law saw all that he was doing to the people, he said, What is this that you are doing to the people? 
Why do you sit there alone with all the people standing around you from morning till evening? Moshe answered his father-in-law, It's because the people come to me seeking God's guidance. Whenever they have a dispute, it comes to me. I judge between one person and another, and I explain to them God's laws and teachings. Moshe's father-in-law said to him, What are you doing? What you are doing isn't good. You will certainly wear yourself out, and not only yourself, but these people here with you as well. It's too much for you. You can't do it alone by yourself. So listen now to what I have to say. I will give you some advice, and God will be with you. You should represent the people before God, and you should bring their case to God. You should also teach them the laws and the teachings and show them how to live their lives and what work they should do. But you should choose from among all the people competent men who are God-fearing, honest and incorruptible, to be their leaders and charge of thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. Normally they will... Normally they will settle the people's disputes. They should bring you the difficult cases, but ordinary matters they should decide themselves. In this way, they will make it easier for you and share the load with you. If you do this and God is directing you to do it, you will be able to endure and all these people too will survive at their destination peacefully. Moshe paid attention to his father-in-law counsel and did everything he said. Moshe chose competent men from all Israel and made them heads over the people in charge of thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. As general as a general rule, they settled the people's disputes, the difficult cases they brought to Moshe, but every simple matter they decided themselves. Then Moshe let his father-in-law leave, and he went off to his own country. In the third month after the people of Israel had left the land of Egypt, the same day they came to Sinai Desert. After setting out from Rephidim and arriving at Sinai Desert, they set up camp in the desert there in front of the mountain. Israel set up camp. Moshe went up to God and good called to him from the mountain. Here's what you are to say to the household of Yochav, to tell the people of Israel. You have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now if you will pay careful attention to what I say and keep my covenant, then you will be my own treasure from among all the peoples, for all the earth is mine, and you will be a kingdom of Kohanim for me, a nation set apart. These are the words you are to speak to the people of Israel. So good is giving Moses instruction on what to tell the children of Israel. Let's see how this goes about. Moshe summoned the leaders of the people and presented them with all these words which Good had ordered him to say. All the people answered as one, everything Good has said we will do. Moshe reported the words of the people to Good. Good said to Moshe, 
See, I am coming to you in a thick cloud, so that the people will be able to hear when I speak with you, and also to trust in you forever. Moshe had told Good what the people had said. So Good said to Moshe, Go to the people today and tomorrow, separate them for me by having them wash their clothing, and prepare for the third day. For on the third day, good will come down on Mount Sinai before the eyes of all the people. You are to set limits for the people all around and say, Be careful not to go up on the mountain or even touch its base. Whoever touches the mountain will surely be put to death. No hand is to touch him, for he must be stoned or shot by arrows. Neither animal nor human will be allowed to live. When the chauffeur sounds, they may go up on the mountain. Moshe went down from the mountain to the people and separated the people for God, and they washed their clothing. He said to the people, prepare for the third day, don't approach a woman. So they're giving strict orders of sexual relations. They're not to approach a woman. <clears throat> on the morning of the third day, there was thunder, lightning, and a thick cloud on the mountain. Then a chauffeur blast sounded so loudly that all the people in the camp trembled. Moshe brought the people out of the camp to meet God. They stood near the base of the mountain. Mount Sinai was enveloped in smoke because good descended onto it in fire. His smoke went up like the smoke from a furnace, and the whole mountain shook violently. As the sound of the shuffle grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God answered him with a voice. Good came down unto Mount Sinai to the top of the mountain. Then good called Moshe to the top of the mountain, and Moshe went up. Good said to Moshe, Go down, warn the people not to force their way through to Good to see him. If they do, many of them will perish. Even the Kohanim who are allowed to approach Good must keep themselves holy. Otherwise, Good may break out against them. Moshe said to Good, The people can't come up to Mount Sinai, because you ordered us to set lemons around the mountain and separate it. But Good answered him, Go get down, then come back up, you and the Horan. A Horan with you, but don't let the Kohanim and the people force their way through to come up to Good, or he will break out against them. So Moshe went down to the people and told them, so this is good, letting the people know through Moshe that he doesn't like sin. And this is why he did not want the children of Israel to come up before him to see to see him or to speak to him. Because they were sinners, and he didn't like sinners or people who did unholy things.
Now we're going to the vocabulary lesson. Our first word is Arvadi. It's an Arvadite or citizen of Arvad. Our second word is Arodi. It's an Arvadite. Our next word is Araya, a herding place for an animal. Our next word is Araku. It means wholeness, restoring to soundness. Our next word is Aranma. It means height. Our next word is Zarami, it's an Edomite. Our next word is Arani, it's chest or cough and arc. Our next word is Aravna. And it means or. Our next word is Arniyal. And it means uh Aravna, or Arina, or Anash, a Jubasite. Our next word is Araz. It means of setter, or made of setter. Araz. <clears throat> Our next word is Azar. It means setter work, or setter wainscoting. Our next word is Arak, it means go or wayfaring man. Our next word is Arak, the name of three Israelites. Our next word is Orak, it means trodden road, path, race, rank, traveler. Our next word is Orak, and it's the same word, same spelling, but it means road or way. Our next word is Arakal. Arakal. It's a caravan. Our next word is Araku. It means diet, dinner, allowance. Our next word is Ari. It means lion and pierce, young lion. Our next word is Ariel. It means lion-like, heroic. Our next word is Ariel again, and it's the name for Jerusalem, symbolic name for Jerusalem. All right, that is it for my vocabulary lesson. And remember, in order to be able to decipher the Hebrew Bible, you're going to need to be able to do so uh, with these words. And uh, in order to understand it. All right, that is it for my lesson for tonight. I'll be leaving you, and I'm going to say a prayer for you. Good, I petition you that you open the minds, the eyes of the brothers and sisters. Guide them on the narrow road that leads to everlasting life. Have them glorify your name and to praise you all their days of their life and to do good and righteousness. Keep them doing good and righteousness by directing their steps towards a better way of life. 
Provide the sustenance they need so that they don't turn from you because they don't have anything. They don't have food. They don't have a roof over their head. They don't have uh, adequate means of survival. I pray to you that you touch their life force, that they become stronger and able to endure the persecution we go through today. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen.